0: Bucks got all the right steps in Charleston. They now can try their slipper and see if it fits. At the big ball, East Tennessee State Buccaneers, they're
1: dancing. Boys Under Perea lays it up. 1.4. Perea hits it. The pass is caught. Ready for the game winner. Wide left. Bucks win. Nobody spotting
0: for three. The place is gonna erupt.
1: Oh, Deuce Bello. He's gonna make Sports Center with an incredible moment. Jarvis Jones, the game winner, got it. Ball game.
0: East Tennessee State's gonna leave. On they got game, him. Buddy. If he catches it, it's over. Ball game. Touchdown, Jawan Stinson. 25 yards. J.J.
1: German for the win. He got it. J.J. German and the Bucks have shocked the Bulldogs. And the sidekick. shout off to my little friend. What's your name, man? I told you. It you doesn't m- matter what your name
2: is. You're handsome. You have the perfect amount of scruff.
3: And you still have no talent.
2: It's Sandoz and the Sidekick on
0: the Buccaneers Sports Network. Hello and good Tuesday afternoon. Jay Sandoz, Mike Gallagher. It is Sandoz and the Sidekick, and it is a glorious day. We're going to have Gene Henley from the Chattanooga Free Times talking to us about ETSU in Chattanooga. It's chat week. If you can't tell, I'm a little jacked up about it. We will be talking to Angry Man. It's Tuesday. He's going to be more talking at us,
4: I think. I don't know if we're going to be doing much talking. He had to travel last week, so
0: that's just, (laughs) I can't imagine.
4: Last weekend, he was on the road. It wasn't close travel, not like just down the road. We're talking darn near cross country.
0: Yeah, like 10 hours. So you may know
4: where this is going.
0: I haven't talked to him yet. Normally, I get a little bit of inclination.
4: Not sure. It's going to get ugly.
0: And then our uh, final segment of the day, because we didn't get a chance to do it yesterday, yes. a segment that one you of my like. Favorites. I'm not a fan of yeah, uh, whatsoever. I think
4: it's a pretty good saying, segment. Yeah, And it's going to go hand-in-hand kind of with what we hear in the intro, um, you, all your miraculous, huge game-winning calls, dramatic calls. We've got another one from you. Um, it kind of wrote itself this past weekend with uh, with Furman. And there's a number that we could have chosen from, really, because ETSU had such a great game. And there were so many big highlights, and so I, I chose one of them. Um, and there was also a uh, – Pretty big streak breaker in the NFL as well. So we have some comparisons, contrastings, and uh, it's it's going to be exciting. Uh, this segment will be one of the best, I believe, that we've done on Pros vs. Well,
0: we'll do that at the last segment. Again, Gene Henley will be with this beat rider for the Chattanooga Mocs. Second segment, Angry Man, if you can recover from that. So we'll go from sane to insane. Back to... A little bit insane, right? If We're just going to yes. stay insane with the calls? Well, sure. you're, in,
4: you're insane and everyone else is a pro. That's fair. That's, that's fair. It. All right, so yesterday, obviously, press conference, uh, head coach Randy Sanders. Well, I think there was only one really huge thing that came out of it from Coach Sanders, and it's pretty obvious we had to discuss the quarterback situation.
0: It'll, it'll be decided during practice, and it'll be – Logan was the starting quarterback going into the game, but I felt like we need to make a change. Uh, how, how it shakes out this week will be determined in practice. Um, You know, and whatever's decided doesn't mean it's set in stone. You know, I'm going to put the best guy out there I think gives us the best chance to win. You know, for the last uh, how many weeks it's been, five weeks, four weeks, whatever it was, we felt like Logan gave us the best chance to win. So that was the decision we made. You know, Austin obviously made a statement Saturday night.
4: Now there's a number of reasons that Coach Sanders could not be revealing the starter. Maybe he just has no idea. Maybe he's going to let him battle it out in practice. Uh, maybe he just doesn't want to reveal anything to Chattanooga, make him prepare for both quarterbacks. And, of course, they're going to have more experience with Austin Harrington than they do with Logan Heck, Maybe he was both quarterbacks. I mean, you know, there's a number of ways this could go, but certainly that had to be asked. And I think that was a very diplomatic and smart answer for Randy Sanders. Well,
0: the the first thing, and, and Austin himself, who's been on our show every Friday. And will be again, um, unless he's too big time now, which I would with, understand. With, with I totally the would. Tree, totally would. But he, he basically made the joke that he went from, like maybe above average FCS quarterback to maybe the best backup in college yeah. football, yeah. Uh, and with him and Jalen Hurts, you you could you know Hurts at least has been a championship game. Edge Herrick. I think there's no uh, arguing that. Yeah, I would be fine with that. But you know, 33 games started. He's been in that situation. He, he and I thought he was honest with our bites that we ran the the full interview post game about the simple fact that you know he had to learn how to. Prepare and what does that role mean? And Coach Sanders helped him prepare, and he prepared like a pro. So when his number was called, he was able to go out there and help ETSU pick up the victory. Uh, and so the, the one thing I, I think Coach Sanders feels real good about as well. Logan won the job uh, in the in the fall, and we felt good with him, and we'd won some games with him. Hit a rough patch. We had to go to Austin. Austin did what he's supposed to do. Come in knew everything was supposed to do, led the team to a victory. So now Coach Sanders has some things to think about, but it also puts him in a – if you like gamesmanship, puts him in a great spot. You know, in practice, is Logan still doing more – you know, when you talk about offenses, and you know, always go back to – for a lot of our fans, they remember Peyton Manning, Brandon Stewart in Tennessee. And the freshman year – um, you know, Manning did not perform as well as Stewart in, in some contests. And people are like, well, why does Brandon Stewart not go? And it came down to, well, he knew the offense more. There were certain things in practice he just was better at, and that's why Manning came And And, of course, obviously Manning was the starter in the next three years, number one draft pick – or sorry, second draft pick to Ryan Leaf as uh, the, the the San Diego Ouch. Chargers just can't <laughs> get out of their own way, right? Yeah. So, but, but that being said, they knew more. So, Logan Marshy and Austin Herrick are going to do things in practice. Gives but the one thing I think it puts Coach in a great spot, you know, they know Logan Marshy can perform. They certainly know that, that Austin didn't sulk, you know, when, when it wasn't his time and, and some other things. So, we'll just have to see where it goes. But I, I would be curious um, To to – I think that was more gamesmanship. And I'm not saying who's going to start one way or another, but I think Coach has a had an idea yesterday that that was going to be asked. He thought about how to answer that. You would think so, yeah. And, and so we would have to wait and see, you know, moving forward what uh, what they're going to do. But I'm I'm confident, and you know, if they go with with Logan Marshy and Logan's able to perform, and again, I think Logan is a little bit a of victim of of the drop season. I mean, the game turns a little bit in the first quarter, as we talked about yesterday. Because if Keith Coffey catches that early touchdown pass, you don't know how the game goes, right? You you never. If if Austin Herring doesn't get the the pass to Keith Coffey in that third down conversion, are you even having the conversation, right? Is everything so? Everything's kind of relative, and uh, you know. And I, I think anytime you win and you build off that, let's face it, Austin has a relationship with the fans. Yep. Right. He's been here longer. He'd been the quarterback. He'd taken licks. He says all the right things. Everyone believes in him. He's so, familiar, yeah. So, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot to go in there. But I think Coach Sanders, you know, is in a good spot. A lot of people are like, oh, he's in a tough spot. I think he's in a great spot. Yeah, definitely. You know, if he goes with with Austin Herring and, and see what happens there, and, and let's say, you know, is that a – just a, a shot in the arm, one-time deal, and if Austin goes out and struggles, okay. Well, Logan's been there. He's I think he's got two quarterbacks. In the I know the old saying: if you got two quarterbacks, yeah. you don't have right. one. But it's not like they're rotating. But what if they did rotate? You know, we uh, we have to see. And I don't think Coach Sant. Now he's he's even admitted on this. I went on our show, but it was on the coach's show mm-hmm. that he even. Uh, ran a, a two-quarterback system where he would, if a guy got a first down, he would put the other guy in. So it's not like Coach Sanders isn't used to that. But I'll be kind of curious to see, you know, what happens. The other thing is how does the team respond? How do they want to do, you know, what what type of plays? And this is a Chattanooga team. We'll get into it more with Gene Henley a little bit later. This Chattanooga team that gives up a lot of yards uh, defensively, what they do a great job of is not giving up touchdowns. Right.
4: Uh, Yeah, great position to be in. Logan Marchi, tremendously talented. Austin Herrick has a big night. You heard it in the last part of that statement from Randy Sanders. Austin Herrick made a statement. How much does that statement stick with Randy Sanders coming into the decision this week? We'll have to see. There was one other thing and kind of a big thing post-press conference yesterday. Scott Carter, Matt McGahee from the administration, athletic director and associate athletic director, they were over there at the football stadium with Coach Sanders and the players that were there as well, J.J. German and Matt Pike, and got to unveil something that's pretty cool. I thought it was a, a, an awesome touch to this rivalry, and uh, Scott talked a bit more about
2: it. Obviously a great rivalry with Chattanooga in-state, wearing the same colors, fighting for the same recruits, same students, a lot of respect between the two programs, and I think a pretty good history over time. Mike, correct me if I'm wrong, I think 22-18-1, if I'm not mistaken, is the, the all-time series record. Um I personally want to thank Matthew McGahey on our staff for uh, really taking a great idea around this rivalry and running with it, making it truly, truly special. I think all of you get some information relative to uh, what we're about to show you. But uh, moving forward with our friends down at Chattanooga, uh, who I think are releasing similar information to their public down there today, Uh, this rivalry will now be known as the rail rivalry, tying into the uh, traditions history around the railroad between both campuses and both cities obviously Chattanooga well-known Chattanooga Choo Choo many other things is a railroad hub uh, in the eastern part of the United States for many many years and if you don't know uh, the land we're standing on right now on the campus of East Tennessee State University back in 1909 was donated by the George Carter family who was a uh, very well-known um, family in that area or excuse me in our area at that time back in the early 1900s uh, as a railroad magnet family, and they, they contributed the land that we now call uh, our campus home to uh, back in the early 1900s. So what we've got here, obviously, um, you know, it is a railroad tie that was taken from some track between here and Chattanooga. Uh, it's five foot seven inches in length, and that is very symbolic because the first time we played the series, uh, the two schools, was 57 years ago this year. So we felt like it was really important to kind of a a notation on the timeline of this year, the first year the ride will be known as the rail and be awarded, and then going back to the tip of the hat to the very, very first game that was played 57 years ago. As you can see, it's made from railroad tie and steel, which obviously uh, when when you're getting around uh, in our country, uh, a very, very critical part of the the railway system. Both of the logos, both uh, IRE and Chattanooga C, is there, and within the state of Tennessee, if you look closely, obviously there are stars uh, marking Johnson City and Chattanooga respectively. It is a heavy, heavy trophy. It weighs 108 pounds. Uh, that is by design as well because the two schools are exactly 216 miles apart. So that's the exact halfway point, 108 pounds. Uh, basically 108 miles right there is the, the, the point in between, equidistance between both schools. So this has got a lot of meaning. This rivalry's got a lot of meaning. Uh, I was very, very proud to play in this rivalry uh, years ago. I think we had a very nice back and forth with Chattanooga. Uh, Very, very proud of you guys and what you're going to do to represent our university out there with your teammates. The winner takes it home. Already very, very uh, special game, very, very meaningful rivalry. Very excited to be able to unveil this to you guys today. Not that our guys needed more of a meaning, but uh, now that I have something, obviously it'll stand the test of time. Our hope is 100 years from now, this thing's still going back and forth between the two schools.
4: Not a phenomenal uh, visual and because we don't have one for the listeners, but I think Scott painted a pretty good picture right there. It's a huge trophy. Could it be the heaviest trophy in all of college football, 108 pounds?
0: it weighed a lot.
4: It's right up there. We both tried to lift it on our own. You threw your back out. Uh, I dropped it on my foot. I'm currently wearing a boot, so it didn't go well for either of us. Uh, but the symbolism, the fact that you do have the uh, the steel, the, it, it, it's a beautiful trophy, really, for what it is. Like, five feet, seven inches of basically, you know, you don't think of a railroad tie and imagine it as being this glimmering uh, artistic phenomenon. But I kind of think it turned into that. You've got the steel on the front, the E on the left, the C on the right, in the middle of the state of Tennessee, the stars representing the cities. Uh, I don't think it could Turned out better.
0: Got a rustic look to it. Yeah. So it, it feels like we've had the trophy for a long time, even though it's very be in warehouse district y,
4: isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, I love it.
0: But it fitting to, to, to both traditions. I don't know if you've been to the Carter, um, uh, the, the museum, the train museum yes. on campus. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable, yeah. too. So uh, it is a uh, fun little added bonus to the rivalry. Uh, what you hope is that ETSU uh, kind of keeps it on their sideline as opposed to Chattanooga putting it on the, the bottom of the bus, taking it back down to. Uh, chattanooga we'll say this you kind of yada yada the best part i mean people discount broadcasters but we're playing hurt today i mean we're sitting there i got a bad back it's <laughs> right. going i mean yep. i mean what we do for the fans right uh for sanders and the sidekick i just don't think can't. i mean tremendous amounts of pain right, that's right what now. i'm saying yeah. so uh, you know uh Speaking of tremendous amounts of pain, Gene Henley probably, after he gets done with our interview, just uh, unhappy they probably agreed to talk to us, right? Well, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I'm guessing so. He'll be like, this is kind of a
4: podunk operation I've joined, yes. So Gene Henley will join
0: us. He's the beat writer from the Chattanooga Times Free Press. He's covered Chattanooga for many, many years. And uh, I know he was high on the team bouncing back this year. They have for Chattanooga uh, last year. Maybe the anomaly we'll talk to him about. The fast start, talk about the rivalry uh, and everything that is ETSU and Chattanooga. It is Mox and bucks week, the rail rivalry. I guess the first time I can actually call it that will be renewed Saturday. Alliteration, it's, love that. Uh, term. That's right. yep. and Instead of William Bean Green Junior Stadium, 7.30 kick time for that. So we'll talk to Gene Henley after this timeout. Don't forget, you can download us on SoundCloud and on iTunes. This is Sanderson, the sidekick on the Buccaneers Sports Network.
2: Get ready to get your game on with the
1: Tennessee Lottery and fill up your day with fun. Like when you need to upgrade the fun on that road trip. When you could use a little, did I just win $50
2: fun? Woo, yeah! Or when you'd like to add a side of fun to that next snack. Mm, Wow, that's good. Would you like some fun with that? Oh, yeah. Then play the Tennessee Lottery. And for just a
1: dollar or two, you can get your game on. Please remember, play responsibly.
4: Citizens Bank and our growing lending team are excited to support the game broadcasts of the ETSU Buccaneers. We are proud to provide a lineup of options that fit the needs of local businesses, whether it's an expansion loan, remote deposit service, SBA loan, or treasury management services, we can help your business grow. Visit our website or your local Citizens branch to speak with a qualified lender to learn more. From everyone at Citizens Bank, go Bucs! Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender
2: looking to promote your business but don't know the
3: best avenue stand out from the crowd and go big with billboards we're allison outdoor and we're the new guys in town whether it's digital or traditional billboards our locations span the tri-cities if you're looking for high exposure for a day a year or anything in between we have rates and packages for you Call Nick Stickley for
2: pricing at 423 360 4809 or AllisonOutdoor.com. And go, Bucks! I feel like day after day, it's all the same. I know there's more out there. I I just can't reach out and grab it.
1: (laughs) Does that sound crazy? Um, no, but I'm a butcher. Perhaps a nice seafood dinner would help? Gosh, that sounds great. Excellent. I'll steam some shrimp for
2: you.
3: Really? No one's ever said that before.
2: At Food City, our butchers can't solve your existential crisis, but they can offer a ton of other great services you won't find at most other grocery stores. Butchers make it better. Only at Food City
4: day and every
3: day The Johnson City Way
0: sandoz and the sidekick as jay sandoz mike gallagher with you as promised gene henley chattanooga times free press beat writer for the chattanooga mox on the phone with us gene thanks for taking the time and first of all i was one of the media members that actually had chattanooga ranked higher than where the media poll is going into the season where did you have this chattanooga team ranked and how do you think they have performed
1: thus far uh well first of all thanks for having me um I want to say probably somewhere in the middle, Uh, maybe probably the four or five range. I think they were a hard team to figure out because uh, going into last year, they had complete they had done a lot of changing to the roster and I wasn't exactly sure what to expect. I think I told people I could see four and seven or 10 and one, and obviously they finished three and eight. So they do a lot of changing with the roster again this year. And, and again, I'm just one of those who doesn't really buy into somebody until I've seen it live and, so I'm pretty sure I picked him probably somewhere middle of the pack. Probably five, probably five to be honest with you um, with Wafford and I think I may have picked Senator a little higher and Mercer and Furman. So um, I think for now, I mean they've they've won all their games. I think that's the biggest thing about this team. They've they beat everybody that's been in front of them, and they've and I don't know how good the wins are, but. They have four of them and they have no losses. So I think that's the best thing I can say about this team right now is that they're undefeated and they still have a lot of room for improvement.
0: We're talking to Gene Henley of the Chattanooga Times Free Press. Gene, uh, my other question I was going to lead with is it's the second year in a row a, a, a little bit of issue at quarterback uh, just with suspensions and other things. But Nick Tiana was a guy that had saw some, some time last year. I think an injury had knocked him out for for the rest of the season. But he certainly come out and, and, and played on fire and certainly you could see why maybe Mississippi State was a guy that, that wanted him early.
1: Uh, I'm sorry – I know. I know you were asking about Nick. I couldn't quite hear the nature of the question. I, I think you certainly were talking about last year, and one thing about last year was, you know, you couldn't really get a good feel about what Nick was last year because the line was so bad. And there, that. that this year, the line is a lot better. Uh, there wasn't really much of a quarterback. I don't know, controversy. I mean, Nick was a starter from day one, the first day of practice, and he's kind of – he's shown it. I mean, the unfair thing about Nick was, I mean, you go into – you know, going into college, going into Mississippi State, he was the number one quarterback in the state of Tennessee that year uh, in recruiting. And so, he. I mean, he's obviously a talented player. It's just he had never had an opportunity to show it. And he's, it just appears like now he's comfortable, he's confident, and – I think that's been a big part of the, the
4: team's success. Gene, what's led to this kind of reformation and reemergence of the offensive line? I mean, some of the stats are insane. For a, a group that did struggle last year, didn't allow a sack against Sanford, third straight game, they've accomplished that. Feet, of course, they're going to be challenged by ETSU's front seven this week. But to not allow a sack, three straight games, when, as you mentioned, there were some struggles last year, that just doesn't happen overnight, does it?
1: No, it's, it's been a combination. It's, the guys who were in the program got better. And they brought a bunch of new pieces in. Um, last year, their starting left guard was, uh, towards the end of the year, was Cole Strange. And Cole, um, Cole was a, t- a tight end and a defensive end uh, in high school and had never, ever, going into college, played offensive line. I mean, he told me last year he would just see somebody and hit somebody. It didn't matter if it was the right guy or not. He just he just saw somebody from, with a different color and just hit them. And now he has more understanding of what he has to do. And then, of course, they brought in three FBS transfers, uh, Noel Ramsey from, Louis, um, from Louisiana Monroe, um, Chris Barnes from Georgia, and Harrison Moon from Mississippi State. And, you know, I think that shored up a lot of their issues. But now they also have depth because one of the guys that started uh, last year is now a guy that they can count on to come in if there's some sort of injury. Um, you know, Ma- Malcolm White, is you know from, obviously from Johnson City, played a signed seal as a three-year starter on that line. So they're just a lot more stable. They just have... They have better pieces, better personnel, and obviously they're communicating really well, which has led to a lot of the success.
4: They're coming out of the locker room really firing. Forty to nothing in the first quarter. They're outscoring opponents thirty-five to thirteen in the third quarter. Do you sense a shift in mindset, a shift in energy? Is Tom Arth just saying the perfect words in the locker room? What do you attribute that to?
1: It's, it's hard because you know, I, you know, just mentioned on a couple of occasions. You know, this team wasn't in many opportunities last year where they were ahead. Um, and when you look I mean they're now every single game they seem to be you know they, they jump out on uh, they jump out on Citadel I think it was 21-0 uh it was 21-7 at the half I believe they, they jump out on uh they jump out on Martin I believe it's 20-7 to they jump out last week 17 nothing. and it, it is I think it's just a mindset this is still this is a very young team I mean the they're primarily made up of juniors. I think there may be like nine or ten seniors on the roster, and a few of those guys will not even play. So, I mean, this is a team that's still trying to to grow, which is why another reason I, I didn't pick them all that high, because they're a team full of juniors. And I think, you, obviously, you have some, I mean, you're going through some growing things that go along with it. I mean, they're winning games. Uh, at some point along the way, maybe it's this week, Maybe it's next next week against Wofford. but at some point, uh, their inability to hold on the leads is going to catch up to them, and they're going to
0: probably lose a game. Gene uh, Jay with you, Gene Henley, Chattanooga Town Free Press, join us. Uh, turnovers was a huge deal last year. Chattanooga, in 11 games, 25 turnovers so far, just four, and they're plus seven. Certainly, you play winning football. That that's got to be a key stat for them.
1: Yeah, and you know they obviously we're in this day and age where coaching staff introduce all these little tricks if you get a turnover and you know obviously, you know, Miami has a takeaway chain and the turnover chain whatever they want to call it uh, and UTC has a takeover back and it's like a little weird looking blue backpack that has a gold ball inside of it if they get a turnover they get to sign it and so that's led to that's led to just you know an energy that the defense didn't even have Um, I'm pretty sure I'm not exactly sure I think they had 12 turnover scores last year and Seven of those were against Stanford. Um And so when you, when you look at it, they just, you know, the, the defense cares a whole lot more about forcing turnovers. And because of the improved offensive line play, which has led to Nick feeling more comfortable in the pocket, they're not turning the ball over uh, on offense, which has led to the big discrepancy there.
0: Gene, my sidekick uh, is not from around here originally. He's from Minnesota, so I've been trying to help him with the rivalry of ETSU and Chattanooga. And I said the, the, the gridiron hasn't quite had what, what the basketball has because the basketball teams of just over their history, 30-plus years, have played a lot of meaningful games for regular season championships, in the conference tournament to get to the NCAA championship. But Saturday has a chance to be meaningful because one of the teams is going to walk out of their 3-0 and in league play. How would you try to describe uh, to, to my friend here, Mike the Outsider, about what this rivalry is or what it could be if, if both football programs continue to grow?
1: Well, I mean, I would love to see this be a rivalry. And um, it's not quite it's, – it's there in name right now, but it's not there. There hasn't been that – that game yet. Uh, my best friend played football at UTC uh, 15 years ago, and I and I believe I wasn't at the game that uh, that ETSU won like 60 something to three or something like that. But he told me about it. He told me how bad it was, and and so it, it's weird because I, from the from the football aspect, they're just ne- it hasn't really. I mean, I wish this game was later. I wish both teams were seven and zero, I believe, or six and zero, whatever it is in the league, to where. This had big-time championship implications. I mean, it's nice that they're both uh, they're both undefeated in the league, but you know, obviously ETSU's program's only been back for three years, and they're still building. You know, obviously they're in their, they're on their second coach now. or they've been back in the SOCOM for three years, and they're they're still trying to build, you know, still trying to build whatever this coaching staff is going to be. And and so what this rivalry needs for ETSU to win. And if ETSU wins uh, one of these games, or wins this year, or wins next year, or whenever then all of a sudden you're going to have a more intense robbery because it, robberies are a lot better when both teams are winning. It's kind of like, you know, in basketball, you know, each I mean, you can see when like three or uh, three games in a row or five games in a row and they haven't won since. And so it's like it's weird because there's such a pendulum sw- uh, swing with the rivalry. you need like splits or you need teams to be splitting the, uh, the, the battle and then it'll matter a lot more. But right now it's just one of those that – I think ETSU is trying to make it a robbery, but there's nobody at UTC that remembers when it was, so that makes it really hard to really claim it as such.
4: That's great perspective. Uh, how do you believe that the players and coaches view that, Gene? I, I'm just interested if you can take us inside the locker room have talked to some of the players and uh, getting Jays in your perspective. It certainly helps me, and we know the players and coaches up here and how they feel about it. What's the general feeling around this quote-unquote rivalry down in Chattanooga amongst the players and
1: coaches? Honestly, it's the next game, and I, and I hate to say it like that because, again, I know UTC, ETSU, but... You know, they don't – now, of course, I mean, during the week, they're not going to talk about it in any way other than just the next game. They're not. Uh, but the reality is going to be on Saturday at 7.30, there's going to be a different feel on that field. Uh, there's going to be a lot more intensity because there, there's you know, there's league implications. Both teams are undefeated. Uh, both teams are off to great starts. Uh, so I think at 7.30 on Saturday night, you're going to see an intense game but I think right now there's no again there's nobody at UTC that really understands what this robbery is I remember two years ago Russ Usman said you know when people asked him about the robbery and he was like it looks cool um, but I mean obviously he played it I believe back in the 80s but um, but I mean from watching it from a coaching perspective you know it, it's not a robbery yet. and and that, that's why I keep saying it. I think that you know, ETSU needs to either put beer in UTC or beat UTC for this to all of a sudden really, really matter as a robbery, as a big game. Because right now I don't think there's anybody at UTC that's, that wears a UTC football uniform or a Power C shirt that actually looks at it as such right now.
0: Yeah, and Gene, I, I 100% agree with you on, on that assessment because it, it it's tough because, honestly, most Chattanooga and ETSU kids – that are on these rosters didn't grow up wanting to play for Chattanooga and ETSU. They wanted to grow up and play at Tennessee or Notre Dame or USC or whatever insert power school here, right? That That's your goal as a kid growing up, you know. And so uh, as you start getting recruited and people, I think, figure out, like, oh, I'm going to go to – Chattanooga or maybe ETSU and it's even tougher for ETSU because of course some of these kids they were just getting recruited as ETSU were starting and you know for Mikey White's a great example or or Malcolm White I'm sorry you know is he going to play high school football in his high or college football in his high school stadium or does he want to go down to Chattanooga I think the only thing that's a little bit of a rivalry in his game thus far is the fact that you do have guys that were former teammates guys that played against each other in high school but other than that that's the only rivalry they know They, they just just haven't been ingrained or haven't been a part of this in ETSU, hasn't, and you're correct, hasn't done enough really to get there, but they could make a statement this weekend.
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, and you have the element that there are kids who are from the Chattanooga area that are at ETSU, and you have kids who are from, you know, from obviously um, the Tri City area that, you know, that play for UTC. And I think that, you know, and the the unfortunate part is that uh, ETSU didn't have football for like what, 10, 11 years um, because I think that they're still a there because now it matters more to the, the guys, the people who are about my age and they're mid to late 30s and a little older uh, because they remember that um, even if you didn't want to go, if you didn't grow up wanting to go to a UTC or an ETSU if ETSU had had football this entire time, then you at least heard about the game. You heard about the robbery whereas you know, now there's nothing, you only hear, that, I mean, the memories of 2002 and some of these kids were like three, four, five, six years old at that point. So it's just very hard from the perspective um, uh, of trying to really build this thing up. Uh, as a rivalry, mean, you know, we can all do, you know, us loudmouths in the media can do everything we want to, to you know, to yell about how big of a game this is. But to UTC kids, this is just the next game, and to ETSU kids, this is pretty much just the next game. Although they feel they can gain a certain measure of respect if they win this game.
0: Gene, last question: What kind of game are you expecting, or, or, or do you expect to see Saturday win being great Junior Stadium?
1: Um, I, I would. Lo- I'm expecting a sellout. Um, That's that. This is my. I'm just my guess because this is a big game. Up there. Um, I'm expecting to see my guy Austin Herring start because that should have always happened from day one. Um, I'm still a little bitter about that, but that's either here or there. Um, but I, I think that I think that is a little better. Um, I, I, I honestly do. I, I think that you can see a game that's not going to be high scoring. I'd be stunned if either team really hit like 30 because I know both both offenses are improved, but both defenses are really good. So if you told me that UTC won a game that was maybe 24 to 14 or something, that, uh, something in that area, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I certainly think it's a game that ETSU will, big picture, feel pretty good about their performance. I just think that UTC's is a little better right now.
0: That's Gene Henley of the Chattanooga Town Free Press. Gene, thanks for uh, taking the time today. Really appreciate your insight. Also, hope you enjoy the new stadium because you won't be on the roof like you were at Kermit Tipton. You'll actually be indoors.
1: I will be squatting flies this time. We're beat, so I appreciate it. I say thanks again for having
0: me. Thanks, All right, you. Gene. Thanks, man. That's Gene Henley, Chattanooga the Times Free Press. He's the beat writer for the Chaganooga Mox. We go from the sane Gene Henley to borderline criminally insane angry man. We'll talk to him on Sanders and the Sidekick. Don't forget, you can download us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and subscribe through the RSS feed and Tuesday through Friday. If willing, we try to go Facebook Live for you. Sanders and the Sidekick on the Buccaneers Sports Network.
3: Nicewanger Children's Hospital is proud to be the only hospital in the region dedicated to serving kids, teens, and their families. With over 20 subspecialists in pediatric medicine, as well as access to the Level 1 Trauma Center at Johnson City Medical Center, we are committed to providing hope and healing to you and your family. To learn more, visit nicewangerchildrens.org. That's nicewangerchildrens.org. 1216 State of Franklin Road in Johnson City.
2: Here's the deal. At Wendy's, every hamburger is made with fresh, never frozen beef. Now here's the big deal. You can get a day's double with a half pound of hot and juicy beef along with small fries and a drink for just $5 when you download the Wendy's app. And the real deal? That's a whole
1: lot of delicious Wendy's food for just $5. Download the app today. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada at participating Wendy's for a limited time.
4: Mullican Hardwood Flooring is a beautiful addition to any room. Enjoy the
2: luxury of hardwood flooring in your home with Mullican's pre-finished, sold or engineered, ready-to-install selection of beautiful hardwood flooring and a wide variety of domestic and exotic species. Please visit the
4: following Johnson's County locations to learn more. Dockery's Floor Covering, House of Paneling, Carpet and Door Mart, and K&M Flooring. Kingsport locations include Dalton Direct Carpets, Custom Floors by Carlin,
2: El Providence Flooring and Paint. Visit the Smile Floor Service in Bristol. Trust the clear leader in quality hardwood flooring, Mullican Flooring.
4: New coach, new era, new day. Here from ETSU football head man Randy Sanders, all fall on the ETSU Coaches Show now on Wednesday nights. If you're scared by all the change, don't be. Voice of the Bucks Jay Sandoz still hosts from Wild Wing Cafe, and it's still a 6 o'clock start now every Wednesday throughout the football season. Morristown native and new ETSU football head coach Randy Sanders on the ETSU Coaches Show right here on WXSM AM 640 the Extreme Sports Monster.
1: Yo, can, can I get a ah! Hey, 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 hey,
2: hey, 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 hey. That's horrible and awful mixed together. Horror, awful. And I hate everything. No, God! No, God, please no! No!
4: I know it makes Angry Man angry when Gene Henley comes on to an ETSU podcast and says Chattanooga is just better. Maybe he will be on the roof at uh, William B. Green Jr. Stadium. Maybe the powers that be should put him up there, even though we're not going to after that prediction.
0: I just want to say before he gets going, because he's going to be angry, I cannot believe... How much popular demand people send me about can we get more of Angry Man? And do I have to wait till Tuesday? I'm shocked by that, Angry Man. But uh, yes, I agree with Mike Gallagher. How was your take of the tail end of Gene Henley? Go.
3: Shocked? Shocked by Angry Man? Come on, this is great value entertainment.
4: <laughs> that wasn't the question. Try again.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's sitting up on the rooftop. That's what we're doing on Saturday. <laughs> Swat those go. flies and bees around. That's what we do here.
0: <laughs> he did predict a sellout. I'll give him
3: that. Oh, it better,
0: should be. Yeah. Right.
3: There's going to be a sellout. 10,000 fans here at Green Stadium Saturday night.
0: So, before we get into that, I want to know, because I know you traveled last week, and we know you can't handle traveling from your house to work without losing <laughs> it. My guess is something happened over the weekend you're ready to vent about.
3: Yes. Road rage was at its finest this weekend. I was in a car for 18 to 19 hours driving up to Michigan for a family wedding. And you know what ticks me off? Cars riding slow in the left lane. Get out of the way, people!
4: I always wait for more, and there never is any. There's never anything else. It's, it, it's just here's my point. Here's how I feel. He's
0: short. He's sweet. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, let, let me ask you this. Are you, Are you one of the guys? So, do you – do you flash the lights? Do you try to literally ride their bumper so you can hear what music they're playing? <laughs> okay. Do are are you the guy that's kind of yelling? And, are you and flicking doing them off motions? while you're hoping that you I
4: connect mean, with their eyes? Are I doing in the hand mirror?
0: motions to tell them to get over? I mean, what? How are you? What? Or did you do all of the above?
3: I, a little bit of all of the above. I do ride the bumper. I, I always ride them <laughs> heavy because that is the sign for them to get over. Get over when someone is right on top of you. That is the rule. If that doesn't work. You'll get a horn because that happened coming home on, on Sunday. A semi is in the left lane for five miles. His <laughs> partners in the right lane are flashing the lights, hey, get over. You need to get in the right lane. I'm laying on the horn for five miles. He's not getting over. So frustrating. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know I don't have many good ideas. <laughs> oh. If you don't think this is one oh. of, oh my <laughs>
4: gosh! <laughs> uh, so you're boxed in, man. It was side by side. You were boxed in. Were you? Were you uh, was the family
0: in the car? What kind of family in the car?
3: Yes, the wife and the 16 month old daughter were in the car. <laughs>
0: and oh, so, boy. and so you're setting the example for the 16 month old, correct?
3: You better right? You better first memory. Because that's how you drive, and that's how you're supposed to get on, be on the road, and ride in the left lane. If that's you're gonna her... putz around in the sole lane. You should get a ticket, and it's happening in some states,
4: and it needs to happen more often. All right. In which state, because I think there's about, what you probably crossed three, four, five states. Mm -hmm. What state had the worst drivers?
3: Easy. Tennessee.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Taking no prisoners this week. Uh, So what if her first memory is of you screaming at the back of that semi and flashing your lights and laying on the horn for five five miles so are you telling me you held down the horn for five consecutive no, miles because that would be miles, fantastic but it
3: was it was being held for a while then the white's like you know he can't hear you i'm like i'm making a point here <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, nine hours each way can you go on more trips so so let me ask
0: you this. So, so when uh, 60 months not quite on the hot wheels yet at, at daycare but when when the, when the daughter gets on the the hot wheel daycare and riding around there and somebody's slow what kind what kind of a reaction you think she's gonna get
3: <laughs> she's gonna learn beep beep get out of my wake son that's what she's gonna learn that's how, you never... that's, how to, that's how you're supposed to drive but you know what else gets me going you know when you're on the interstate for miles and hours on end And all the construction signs are, hey, road work, five miles ahead. And you get five miles and there's no road work, but you still have to slow down. Come on. What is the point for that? If you put a sign up, have lane shut down, or don't shut the lane down at all.
4: Oh, my (laughs) gosh.
0: I feel uh, you on
4: that. We're, yeah. we're canceling the show after today because it will not get any better than this. I'm extremely concerned for Angry Man's. How's his blood pressure?
1: <laughs> did he just fall out of his chair? Hey, t- hey. Did he punch a
2: hole in the hey, wall? I, I don't want
0: to bring it up, but the AED's on the second floor here. Oh, you know, my I don't know if gosh. you can get it to him if you need to. I don't even know. I, I have other questions. because Now, was it a fam- you said it was a family wedding, correct? That's correct, yep. Was it your family or the wife's family?
3: Wife's family. my Oh,
0: there's got to be something there, buddy. Nothing? Nothing ticked you off there? Everything went
4: perfect? No, Yeah, yeah I, you're, you know, you're I trying to dangerous my, I territory. I my
3: role to a T because my wife was in the wedding. We have the, my daughter. She was the flower girl. But my wife was gone all day Friday taking pictures and all that stuff. So I had to be the good Mr. Dad. I came through. Everyone was was happy with my role. So I thought I did a great job over the weekend. I I let her do do the thing. We did have an accident. You know, I gave her a lot of grilled cheese and french fries right before the wedding on on Mm. Friday to Mm. make sure that she had a full stomach. And And she did. When it it was time to change one of the diapers, let's just say the flower girl dress had to be thrown out.
0: Wow. Mm. Wow. So it really takes after you,
4: right?
3: Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yep, like daughter, like father. Can't have it any better way.
4: What clothing experience was worse, the getting the suit at the store last week or that clothing experience with the daughter?
3: Uh, the clothing experience with the daughter. It's never fun when. when Why 't they matter. make the
4: small buttons, right? Here's what I don't get.
0: Like snaps or something. But the, for little girl clothing, because my my daughter's 6 but when I, like they have the tiniest buttons and you can't button them like it's almost like humanly impossible for a grown man to button the buttons and I don't and like them, why can't you just make snaps it snaps them, together it's good to go and
3: they put them in the back and the, at that time the kids always moving around you can't get them to sit still you're trying to button it in the back you can't see what you're doing you're like come on what whoever invented this it's just a dumb idea to put buttons in the back
4: if I ever meet angry man's family I hope that I get a firm hearty Handshake and thank you for this segment, which I feel like probably keeps his personal lives intact. (laughs) Because can you imagine without this how things would look? Frustration. Oh my gosh! I I mean, this is as fiery as it's been. And I, I know Angry Man to the point of knowing that the job that he has is rather uh, difficult around certain times of year. And it's just ramping up into the difficult stages. And so I, I'm excited for week after week, these kind of fiery takes. I mean, that, this is some of the most angry I've ever heard anyone. I'm surprised our microphone is still standing down in the studio after that.
0: What is, and because uh, you generally have a sports take as well, I, I'm guessing you do today. What is your sports take, a random angry man that you and everybody, normal folks
3: hate. You're not going to be happy with this, Jay. You know what I'm mad about this weekend? Tom Brady's performance in Detroit. (laughs) When you have him as your starting quarterback in fantasy football and he gives you nine points and Jared Goff's on the bench and gives you over 30 and you lose because of that decision, Tom Brady, you're not the GOAT anymore. Well,
0: so so you're, you're, (laughs) you're, you're, you're angry because of fantasy.
3: Plenty. Well, I'm shocked by that. His performance happened in real life.
0: But you're not a fan of that team, so what, so what do you care if they lose?
3: Well, I'm, I'm a Bears fan, so I need
0: Detroit mm, to lose yeah, every game. that's fair. That's fair.
4: I think that you're a bad fantasy owner because you know Matt Patricia was on the other side of the ball. He knows all the intricacies, all the ins and outs. You should have seen that coming. It's all on you, angry man. You no,
3: know, If you read Tom Brady's stats after a loss, the week later he puts up pretty gaudy numbers. So.
4: Did he ever do that against Matt Patricia?
3: Well, it never happened
4: because he was always on his team. So Get the answer is no.
3: Get it right, side, sidekick.
4: So the answer is no. <laughs> why
3: are you talking?
4: One uh, other question. Roughing the passer, where
0: are you on that go? Terrible.
3: Terrible. But you know what? I love it when it happens to the Green Bay Packers, and they're sitting there whining and crying. So I love it when that flag is thrown in the green and yellow, but if it's thrown in orange and blue, I'll be ticked off. But right now the best defense in NFL has not been flagged for that stuff, so I'm happy. But it okay. is soft. I don't like it. NFL needs to change it.
0: <laughs> any, any last thing, Anger? I'm kind of afraid to jump in. Any, any, anything else you want to get off your chest this week before you, you pin up all the frustration for another week?
3: No, I'm, I'm ready for Saturday night here at Green Stadium because those mocks are coming to town. So we're going to be ready. And if, if, if you know what? If they get out of hand, we do have spots up on the roof.
4: Uh, any predictions?
3: I don't make predictions.
4: No, I nice. I like, I like it. That is just bold. Bold to not make
3: predictions. All I love right.
0: Anger Man, appreciate it. Uh, go take a blood pressure pill. Wow.
3: Thanks, guys.
4: All right. there's. Whew, boy. That's, that's, I'm I need, exhausted. I, a, I, do, I am. I do, like, I do feel like. I feel like that I've that been through a, emotional trauma. Yeah, don't. I need a nap. How about we just take a break? Take yeah, a break, come call. back, and then we Oof. got uh, pros versus ji I'm going right? to have to ramp myself back up and try and rally here.
0: All right. So that was Angry Man uh, every Tuesday. It is by far the most popular segment. Trust me, there are plenty of people to send a message to me. About can we get him on every day? I can't handle that every day. No, he could do it every day. I can't handle that every day. He'd
4: probably have a nice flowery unicorny life if he did it every day, <laughs> instead of just having one day of the week that's like that. But I don't know if it, it's a it's safe for us. All right, pros versus Jays coming up on Sando's and the Sidekick. Don't
0: forget we're on SoundCloud on iTunes. You can download, or subscribe to the RSS feed. More Sando's and the Sidekick after this on the Buccaneer Sports Network.
3: Let Ferguson's knowledgeable product experts kick off your next kitchen or bath project with the latest in touch and hands-free faucets,
2: high-performance gas ranges, or low-decibel dishwashers. They're really quiet. Request your appointment today at fergusonshowrooms.com.
3: The best decision ever.
0: Visit your local Ferguson showroom at 1000 Quality Circle in Johnson City and choose from an extensive lighting collection of the most sought after brands. Find the one-of-a-kind fit for your home at Ferguson.
2: Purchasing a new home, remodeling your home, First Bank and Trust makes applying for a loan easy. Our online application process is designed
0: to allow you to stop anytime and pick up where you left off when it works for you. And after you submit an online application, you can check your loan status anytime. Visit or
2: call me, Rose Fulton, today for help with your purchase, refinance, construction, or home loan. We're there for all your mortgage needs because we're your bank for life. Equal Housing Lender,
3: member FDIC.
2: This is the Pepsi that your father drank and your grandfather drank. When I was your age, we were... This is the Pepsi that your Uncle Ted drank when rock sounded like this. This is the Pepsi for American pastimes.
1: Whether you're tailgating at a speedway or courtside watching your favorite player make a breakaway... He scores! This is the Pepsi for those who are forever fun. This is the Pepsi for every generation.
4: for all your printing needs.
2: Pros. Buckle up for Kobe. Bryant. Kobe Bryant just sucked the gravity out of the target
3: center. What a five pass. Five seconds left in the game. you believe in miracles? Yes! In your life have you seen anything like that. And it'd be left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow. High fly ball.
0: At 42 home runs during the regular season, and we are going to Game Seven in the National League Championship
1: Series. the Bears is out on the field. He's going to go into the rundown. He's going to be go the, the Bears. The Bears have won. The Bears have won.
4: Versus Jays.
1: I need a shower.
4: Ah, still recovering from that fiery and aggressive third segment. Trey is down in studio. Trey, I just want to get a confirmation that there was literally sweat pellets flying onto the equipment down in studio from the rage coming off of Angry Man. Angry
0: Man was sweating, and as he left the studio, he threw a chair so there could <laughs> be
3: extensive damage. Uh, Did
0: (laughs) did you have to clean the microphone? Oh, I hope you have. Is he spitting? Oh, he's got it. There's venom, right? It's
4: like pure acid.
0: uh, Just all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's terrible. I had to get a wipe it off, you know, got to sanitize. Way lineup. to be sanitary.
4: Yeah, way to be sanitary. I, I do want to get, before we go to Pros versus Jays, I do want to get to one question. We did have early on in the show from Randy Sanders' press conference yesterday, a couple people talking about it on Facebook Live. Uh, Randy Sanders has not named a starting quarterback for Saturday. He says that will be decided during practice this week. So, Marchie Herrick, don't know yet, and I wouldn't think we would know probably before um, game day. Uh, so, Pros versus Jays, and you made it easy for us this week, Jay, and the football team, of course, had a little something to do with that as well. Uh, put us in a situation to come back storm the premises and get their third victory of the year and you had a number of good calls down the stretch let's first hear uh the J call before we get to the pro call this week
0: bucks hold they win the game they would improve to three and one what a comeback and what a night for the fifth year senior austin herring can the defense finish off a storybook finish and the defense would have the winning points in the game Dylan Wago, another fifth year. Roberts, Bucks blitz. He's trying to get outside. Is he going to be able to get a pass off? He does. Throw him behind. It's over. It's over. ETSU holds. they got to take two knees, and it
4: is over. That, obviously, is a final hold as ETSU got the ball back, did take those two knees and got the victory after taking the lead 29-27 on the safety and not being able to salt the game away on offense, but their defense, once again, got it done.
0: Yeah, and I think that was the the interesting part was the, the you know, after the last touchdown uh, where Furman went up 27-6, the defense actually held Furman, I think, to just 19 yards the rest of the game. Wow. And so uh, a lot of negative plays, obviously the safety uh, being in there on the blunder. But uh, the the defense really just sort of bowed its necks a little bit. And, you know, in all honesty, I thought Tremont Farrell was an animal um, last week. I mean, he had 12 tackles, and they were twice he was 20 yards down the field. Uh, making plays. And, of course, Dylan Weigel, I think, for, for Austin Herrick and Dylan Weigel, both fifth-year guys that, that I think people, you know, the middle linebacker of your defense, who's the uh, the, the active leader of most tackles in FCS right now, he's a, t- he's a top five tackler in ETSU history. He's going to finish second third. I don't think he's going to catch Mario Hankerson, but he'll be second or third all-time there to have those two guys do meaningful things to win the, the game for the Bucs were big.
4: So that's the J call. Let's hear the pro call this week. One receiver
0: out
2: wide right. Three to the left. Powell in the shotgun with Darnold. Darnold back on first and ten. Steps, 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 fires. and picked off! They got it! Joe Schober got it! He picked it off at
1: the 43-yard line! Is this how it feels? Is this how it feels to win?
4: Cleveland Browns radio, and that I, was a good call. That's a good call. Uh, comparing the two, um, I wish that Cleveland Browns guy would have gone, uh, continue with that. Is this how it feels? Is this how it feels? He kind of punctuated, is this how it feels to win? And that was it. I, I wish there would have been a bit more there, but uh, to to get that, is this how it feels, you know, after however many Winless, you know. Months so I thought he was going to yell
0: free beer for everybody because we'd have to be promotion. Is, that right? would have been, that been great happened? too.
4: That would have been great too. But uh, yeah, I think the the calls are are pretty equal on my on my standing. So as much as I usually hammer you on pros versus Jays, I think that aside from the couple of demerits on can the defense finish off a storybook finish, I think you're looking for storybook ending. But I mean, I'm nitpicking now. Aside from that, I think you you did pretty well. Um, and there are a number of other calls that we could have put up as well. But two very similar calls in the sense of the defense finishing off. Um, what I think would probably be considered monumental wins for each side considering ETSU's results against Furman. Obviously, the Browns being so putrid for so long. Um, so, yeah, uh, Pro versus Jay, uh, you know, I, it's too close to call this week, but since I've often given it to the Pro, I think I'd have to give it to Jay. I got one. I'm in the books. Well, well done. So what do well. you think of the call, side by side?
0: Uh, you know, the the one thing is it's tough uh, for, for Cleveland, you can tell. First of all, when you've called so many losses oh. – the frustration being unleashed. And, then, and, and you could feel the relief and the, j- just to get that – you know, not quite the, the same thing with, with VMI just because it was a road win, right? I mean, it was a little bit of relief, but it wasn't that pure adrenaline like, oh, they got to win, right. uh, as it was last week. But um, for Cleveland fans and stuff, I mean, I'm sure they felt every single second of that call. And I think Buck fans felt hopefully uh, – sort of that come, comeback win, and, and because of the lightning delay, there were people that had left the stadium, and I've actually talked to three or four people that said, well, you know, we thought there was no reentry, so we just didn't come back, but we just um. we just turned on the game out in the parking lot continued to tailgate oh, okay. and, and nice. paid attention to the game out in the parking lot. Nice. So so they were screaming and high-fiving, and, and one guy through his TV. That's another story, but, uh, I mean, things got out wow. of control gotta In a control. good way. Yeah, Threw yeah, it in a good absolutely. way. I've never so, thrown a
4: TV in a good way, but I like the response. Yeah, it so. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fair question. Yeah, if, he, if he wasn't in another state, I would yeah. say that uh, it would have been.
0: And I wonder, I wonder, think about that. That game ended uh, 11-something at night. I think he was probably in a hotel room with his family. Do you think he. Have we
4: contacted the hotel to see if that TV uh, yeah, was attacked?
0: I mean, did, did, did he tear up, uh, punch any holes in the wall, throw anything, you know, something through the window? complaints from neighbors my right? question He's about angry?
4: angry man is do does the emotion cut both ways where it's obviously you can get very very angry but are the highs as big as the lows and the anger that brings him to that point are the highs as magnified are they as huge are they mountaintop big I, I hope to one day find out
0: and i would like to know does he is it more over sports and his beloved etsu bucks does he or is it more over his bear? Like where where is that fine line for him?
4: So. Well, we clearly know that it's the day to day operation, at least in that sense. But uh, yeah, I, I think that those calls were uh, were very good. Um, Cleveland, of course, beating the Jets. I, there's a lot of people picking that game to go that way as well. Uh, but to actually get there and feel that for um, the Browns, we should have known really that. The NFL weekend was what it was going to be when that happened. You know, that long of a streak breaking really seemed like it set the tone for not only your Patriots getting beat, but my Vikings getting trounced in what has to be one of the biggest um, upsets in terms of um, the betting line in Vegas versus, you know, and so well, when we're and talking and about 38 I, well, I'll points tell you on you further, I
0: mean, the Southern Conference been turned upside Southern down the last, yep. the last two weeks oh, as well, right? 52, Mercer goes, 50, goes to Sanford wins. Yep. Then you have the 52-50 yep. Western Carolina VMI. VMI has a shot to go for two to tie the game. Citadel beats going. Mercer Bowl predictions. Citadel up. goes yep. back. That's right. The kick return for a touchdown to win a game in the Citadel game. Furman, freshman, instead of calling. I know somebody asked that earlier for me to talk to Coach about the the new fair catch rule. But uh, Furman's freshman doesn't call for the fair catch. Instead, he just takes a knee at the three-yard line instead of the fair catch. Either he got confused, he was in the end zone, or he just thought, well, I was supposed to call fair catch and just takes a knee. I I don't know. But there was clearly confusion. That set up a little bit of of drama for the defense to make the play.
4: It was just a crazy – uh, honestly, last couple weeks of football. Football has been getting crazier and weirder, and there's just more things swirling around. It. For me, and I know there's people that get upset about all the changes, and some that just aren't, you know, doing it anymore at all, and that's fine, you know, whatever you got to do. But for me, it just makes it that much more intriguing. Uh, every with every week, I'm glued to the set on Saturday and Sunday, and of course to the radio dial on Saturdays for the ETSU Buccaneer football team and your call. But Every week, there's something new, and that keeps fans coming back, I think. That keeps fans interested. It's not simply just a show up, this team's going to win. Like I think in the past, football kind of has been at both the college and NFL levels. It's not like that anymore, so you never know what you're going to get. So you know, we appreciate
0: Jen Henley of the Chattanooga Freetown Press here. Angry man, as always. Pros versus J was fun. Tomorrow, though, Mystery Guest Wednesday. you going to give us a hint? Yes, no, no? No. No, no hint. Mystery Guest Wednesday? I have no idea the fun part of this show the second thing uh, we'll have Landon uh, owen landos land thursday we hope to have chattanooga's head coach tom art to talk about his squad we'll also break down chattanooga etsu tomorrow we'll break it down on thursday we'll dive deep on friday austin herrick will be our guest on the route tree route still got a big jam-packed week if you need tickets 439 etsu that's 439-3878 Big thanks to all of our guests today. Tomorrow, another exciting show of Sandus and the Sidekick. Don't forget SoundCloud, iTunes, subscribe to RSS feed Tuesday through Friday. If you're watching, it's on Facebook Live. If not, download us, Sandus and the Sidekick.